What's going on guys, it's your boy Reese and welcome back again to another episode on a podcast or another podcast in an episode. Today we are talking about 7 Deadly Sins Season 3 Episode 1 and if you are a fan of 7 Deadly Sins and basically all ugh, and all things anime and gaming, make sure to be up to date with the podcast and follow the podcast and turn on notifications because we are going to go ham on this season. There's 4 episodes on 7 Deadly Sins as of so far. And we are basically going to catch up to that and just basically talk about the whole series as a whole. Now, the first two things I want to talk about is the main man, um, Peliodas. Now, who is Peliodas, you guys are asking? Peliodas is one of the village's children who looks up to the seven deadly sins and is also quite brave, to be honest, because we know that... um, lioness or britannia as a whole besides the north side where the king resides and the rest of the villages has resides are residing are safe but britannia as a whole has been taken over by the ten commandments as well as the demon clan and that's tough because in this episode we basically get introduced to the seven deadly sins again and meliodas being revived from last time and like it was it was so nice to see Meliodas again because now the relationship between Ban and Meliodas is basically like blossoming and you can really see the connection between the two characters and just as a viewer someone who's really invested in seven deadly sins i want to know more about the relationship between ban and Meliodas and i I feel as though like they've got some secrets um in their pasts you know i'm saying and i just want to know more in depth about um why uh, Meliodas likes ban so much because ban's a human right and Meliodas is a demon and obviously demons and angels have been battling for centuries you know what i'm saying for years and whatnot but ban is a human so i want to know um if maybe meliodas knew ban in his past life or something crazy like that because ban has also lived for a long time since he drank the um the elixir which you know doesn't allow him to die from the king's forest from king's forest and yeah like i just want to know how far of a lifespan ban really has and how long he's been living now from the last season of season two of seven daily sins we know that gallant gray road um Frodorin and esterosa have, are basically out of action esterosa um is the most recent one he got basically battered by um Escono, which was an amazing amazing fight um i feel like as though when it comes to fighting and cockiness and whatnot Escono just takes the cake man like seriously the sin of pride yo like <laughs> every time Escono is on the scene i'm always expecting him to just dominate the the scenery and just mess up people and it goes to show that Escono is not someone that you can really play with or mess around with now the fight that he had with Esther Rosa was tough and you can really see it on Escono's face because after the fight between Esterosa and Escanor, Escanor was basically saying how he was tired and he needs to go back to Britannia or the part of Lioness where um, the kingdom was being attacked by demons. So I don't know if maybe um, Escanor was reaching his limits, but in the fight between Esterosa and Escanor, he did the job and it really did look like he was tired, but who knows? We got some flashes of 
the past between um, Meliodas and Elizabeth as well, where Elizabeth was um, cuddling Meliodas and basically just like telling him that no matter who you become or what enemy comes in between us or what enemy you um or what enemy you basically are fighting against i'll always be there for you and it's amazing to see the relationship between these two man it started off all giddy and all kind of like touchy touchy and whatnot but apparently um elizabeth is actually something more than what she is do you know what i mean like so far we know her as someone who's special and has got some form of power but um i don't really know too much about it i know one of her eyes is special and she has healing factors and she really did a a big um number on like the whole village of healing when i believe it was what's this guy's name hendrickson i believe yeah when hendrickson went crazy and like was messing up everyone she did the healing and like she just blessed it so you can just tell that she's a key factor in the season and the whole series as a whole um ban really interests me a lot ban really interests me a lot meliodas really interests me a lot i want to know his backstory even more why does the ten commandments hate him episode one is literally just a basically reintroduction of what happened from season two to season one and how the demons are basically rounding up human beings and using them as sacrifices i don't know if they're gaining their powers from killing humans or whatnot but they're doing something with humans but they are not allowing them to live long do you know what i mean so they're definitely killing off humans in some form of way now also um due to the fighting of britannia and demons and angels and whatnot you know we've got information about merlin merlin basically rebuilt the whole of the kingdom that was half destroyed with her magical powers and it just goes to show right merlin seems to be something way much more important than just a simple magician merlin is something else i don't know what merlin is merlin has some form of power which transcends beyond being a human being we don't even know who merlin really is because i remember she was fighting one of the ten commandments and she was talking in like some demon language which was unheard of before even humans apparently so that's kind of scary merlin is something else and the fact that she was able to rebuild the kingdom with her magical powers is also quite scary it goes to show the level of depth of strength that she has within her ability to fight and as well as her magical powers um Eskinor king wasn't really shown in in this um episode as well as um what's her name again as well as the giant forgive me for the guys that are fans and females are fans of this girl but it will come to me later on probably in episode two it will come to me um diane haha Got your ass. Yeah. King and Diane um, wasn't really shown. Probably when they were showing off their new barn. But that was about it. Um, I didn't really get a feeling of them in this episode. Which was not to say it was um, missing anything. But it was just more of like, oh, like, okay, they're not in the episode. Maybe they didn't really have any of importance in this episode. And to be honest, they didn't really have any of importance in this episode. So, yeah, like episode one was an episode to basically 
um, watch out for because it really pulls you in in terms of the introduction and where um, where it's leading up to. So far, I can tell that it's going to lead into some form of craziness of a series. I definitely feel as though we're going to learn a backstory about um, um, Meliodas and his Ten Commandment family, as well as um, Elizabeth and just the two sides of angels and demons and who they really are and what it looked like back in the day of the years that has gone by up to now, which is the total amount of years is 3,000 years. So that's going to be interesting. This season is the season I feel like everyone should look out for. I don't feel like it's going to be a lacklustre season. So far, I'm in, I've enjoyed the first episode. I, I don't really see any faults of it. The animation is sweet. The graphics is lit. It's still the same, so you're not missing out on anything. The opening was... Oh, I liked the, At first, I didn't like the opening, but then I had to, like... like play it again and play it again and play it again and then I started to like it, do you know what I mean? So it was just about the repetition and the whatnot. Do you know what I mean? Um the one thing I can say which I did notice in this episode was that there was not no form of like actual representation of um blood. Do you know what I mean? Like the effects of tacking and slicing and slashing someone to to see. Do you know what I mean? Like they kind of dialed it down and instead of made it, making it into the obsolete color of blood um they made it into the color of white which really just downplays the whole fighting scenes sometimes but it's not like the whole scene every time they slash um you're going to see white it was more of like they slashed then when it cuts you'll see, like, the blood splurt, do you know what I mean? Just a representation. Now, I feel like the reason why they did that is because um, Seven Deadly Sins is being played in possibly on TV and at a time where it's maybe possibly daytime, so young kids are watching it and whatnot, do you know what I mean? So just to lessen the gore and the excitement and the, the, the scaredness of maybe parents who don't want to see blood in animes, I don't know why, whatever, but yeah, they made it white. So um, that's the only thing really I can say. Um, I just hope that the season is not lacklustered, like I said earlier on. I hope I did, if I did say that. And yeah, man, it was a fantastic episode. Um, there's still three episodes for me to do. And by the time I probably get to the fourth one, um, the fifth episode might come out. So I'll catch up definitely. But yeah, man, if you guys enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to follow the podcast, turn on notifications, share this podcast around with your family and friends. Anime and gaming is what we are all about, baby. Face it. Squaw, squaw. I'm out. Peace.